You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. So a flesh-eating STD has been reported for the first time, and I'm afraid, I'm very afraid, you should all be very afraid. It's flesh-eating after all. This isn't just a little itchy, scratchy thing. This isn't just a little rash or little tiny bugs crawling around. No, 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 this is, this is like Ebola on your genitalia, I'm assuming. This is a very rare sexually transmitted disease that causes flesh-eating ulcers on the infected person's genitalia. It's been reported in England. Oh, man. I'm not going to tour England. I'm not touring England until this flesh-eating STD has been cured, okay? Just, I'm letting you know, England. <laughs> so it's been reported by a woman. She's unidentified, obviously, because why would you want people to know that you have a flesh-eating genitalia disease? I wouldn't want. I would hide that. Yeah, for sure. I would just, I would hide the crabs. Never mind a flesh-eating STD. The crabs are enough to hide. Man, the gonorrhea is good, is like, is, I'm ashamed of enough. Never mind, I, I got the flesh-eating one. <laughs> she lives in Southport, though. I don't know. I don't know if that's good information. Do we need that, Southport? All right, don't sleep with anybody in Southport for a little while. Don't even dry hump. It's not worth the risk. Uh, the woman in Southport, reportedly between the age of 15, 15 and 25. Oh, but she's really young. Man, they went 15 on that one, so I'm going to guess she's under 18. She was diagnosed with, it's called Dunavinosis, and, uh, which is really insulting if your name is Donovan. You know, I, I used to, I had a roommate named Donovan back in the day, and uh, I think he would be upset to know that a flesh-eating STD has been named after him. <laughs> I don't even, did the first guy who had this name was named Donovan? I don't know how this works. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Dunavinosis is spread through sexual intercourse with an infected patient or by coming into contact with a patient's infected ulcer. Oh, wow. Thanks for telling me something I couldn't have guessed on my own Center for Disease Control. This is an, this is an STD. By the way, it's an STD, guys. And the Center for Disease Control wants you to know it can be spread through sexual intercourse. Get the hell out of here, CDC. You're crazy. I thought it was spread if, I, if someone with this, with this condition read me a bedtime story. That's what I thought it would spread that way, you idiots, of course. What do we think? It's these STD spreads if we share a taco? Like, come on. The CDC, I mean, can the CDC give us any better and more information about this? How about you spend your time curing it instead of giving us some stupid instructions? The CDC says the painless disease causes... Wait a minute, painless? I don't buy that, CDC. Now you're lying. First you tell me something that's useless. Now you're lying to me. How is this not painful? It's It's eating the flesh on your genitalia. That's not painful? No, no, it actually feels very good. You want this one. Stupid. Well, anyways, they say the painless disease causes progressive ulcerative lesions on the genitalia or... Genitalia or perineum. Wow, did I say those words right? That was pretty good, right? Progressive, listen to this, I'll do it again. Progressive ulcerative lesions on the genitals or perineum. Oh, I just screwed it up. But the, the ulcerative was the word I pronounced properly that I just really wanted to, hold on, let me pat myself. Got it. Okay, this STD is, is rarely reported in the US, but it's, it's actually endemic in some tropical and developing areas, including India, Papua New Guinea, the Caribbean, Central Australia, and Southern Africa. According to the Institute for Sexual Health, just a few dozen cases of dunavinosis happened annually in the UK. Officials say most US and UK cases occur after patients have unprotected sex in these other countries listed previously. So listen, get, listen, if you're having unprotected sex, okay, in South Africa, like what are you doing? Like get it together. Or India? Come on. Come on. 
If you're having, if you're not, if you're going raw dog, if you're raw dogging it in Papua New Guinea, then you deserve a flesh eating disease on your balls. That's all I'm going to say, okay? I'm not a philosopher or anything, but I just, that's my opinion. By the way, dunovenosis is treatable with antibiotics, but time is of the essence as the bacteria poses a risk factor in the transmission of HIV and other things that are scaring the crap out of me. So I'm going to stop reading. But um, <laughs> so listen, uh, check yourself daily for uh, lumps. You know, we all check each other for, you got to check each other. For, you want you want to try and find lumps in the breasts, on the balls, but also look up for that uh, genitalia flesh-eating uh, thing too. So listen, check that in the shower. If you look down there and you see your flesh is eating itself, that's the time to, <laughs> to go to the doctor. All right. And you heard it from Jonesy first, guys. Look at, I care about your sexual and, and, and your health, well-being, all of those things. And, uh, and by the way, wrap it up. Okay. Wrap it up. I don't care if you had a vasectomy such as I had, you still better wrap it up. You're on birth control. All right. All right. So you're on birth control. All right. That doesn't, so you're not going to get pregnant, but that doesn't protect you from a flesh-eating genitalia condition. So get it together. Use your brains. A jilted fiancé posed as his ex's dead mother's ghost in a bid to win her back through psychic's letters. (laughs) Through a psychic's letters? There's so much going on in this title. I'm just like, how does this even, where do I even begin? So a... (laughs) A jilted fiancé posed as his ex's dead mother's ghost to try to win her back with a psychic message from beyond the grave. No! Angela, it's your mother! You shouldn't leave Barry. He's the best man for you, even though he spent the, his entire month's salary on rims for his truck. He's still going to be a good provider. Who who gets an idea like this? Yeah, I got to get her back. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking of doing that say anything thing where you bring a boombox up to her bedroom window and tell her how much I love her. Play play In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. You got to do something stronger than that. <laughs> you got to scare her into going back with you by posing as her dead mother's ghost, maybe? Oh, yeah. Great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm back as your mother and I have a psychic message from beyond the grave. (laughs) Don't break up with Benny. So this guy's name is Roy. He's at 51 years old. And I mean, this is, there's no excuse for a 50 year old man to be doing, behaving like this. I mean, if this was a teenager out of desperation, I've done some crazy shit as a teenager to try to get a woman back. You know, so it's almost forgivable if you do something this dumb, but you 50 year old man, get it together, bro. Get it together. Okay, you've lived long enough to know that this ain't going to work, dumbass. Okay. Uh, so anyways, here's how it went down. It didn't go down exactly as I, as I said. Um, he sent an anonymous note to his, uh, his, his lady, her name is Kay, begging her to take him back along with a, a, a leaflet from a tarot card shop. He included messages making it clear that it was from the dead mother. Uh, Okay, I don't know how you do that. Uh, And in the letter said that she's made a terrible mistake rejecting him uh, and putting a restraining order on him. (laughs) You've made a bad decision putting a restraining order on him. Oh my goodness. This is is incredible. Incredible. Uh, Anyways, he went to jail for this, apparently. And then he escaped jail. 
after being found guilty. Four counts of breaking a restraining order. Goes to jail. Breaks out of jail. This story is outrageous. I don't even know. Let me get, let me pause this because I got to get this in order. I, I made a mistake of just trying to jump into this one. This has got some details. <laughs> okay, so this last message that he sent her was his fourth uh, obstruction of a uh, a restraining order, and he was arrested on that. But then subsequently broke out, <laughs> and he's currently <laughs> what do they say on the lam? I believe. Uh, but some details about the letter. So he they included he included a like. Uh, the letter from the dead mother, but also like an official letter from like a psychic shop to show that this was like authentic. And the police was were able to go to that psychic shop and confirm that he had come in for a tarot reading, and they and they were able to find him through that. Uh, this is crazy. And he's now being ordered. Get this, he's uh, he's being jailed for four months, suspended for two years is undertaking in order to undertake a building better relationships course which is like i mean you gotta be kidding me that's like if a guy blows up a school and then you make him take like a uh how to how to like a don't play with matches course like, are you kidding me it's like this is not gonna help guys this isn't gonna help the guy broke four restraining orders and then pretended to, and then wrote a letter from a dead woman, <laughs> like pretended to be her dead mother in a letter. This guy needs like major, major psychiatric help. Well, are we living in a in a world where even the administration has no clue how to operate? I mean, it seems that way to me. Like they just don't know what's going on. Anybody with a regular brain can see this guy needs way more help than just a building a better relationships course. I mean, what are you doing? I, I, I mean, I just can't even... Like, what is this? Hey, we just think he needs to watch a few YouTube videos on how to better treat your, um, your, your girlfriend. Yeah, no, 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 no. This guy needs, this guy needs to be put away for a while. <laughs> he needs, he's got a mental disorder, obviously. And, you know, it, it, who knows where it would have went if he didn't get caught for this. I mean, the next step is like, you know, he's, it's violence after that. I mean, the lengths that someone would go, so like this, all right, I've, I've gotten away from being funny, so let me just stop. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything more about this. This is a serious issue. You got re restraining orders sometimes aren't even enough for these nut jobs is all I'm going to say, okay? And definitely a, a, a little bit of a relationship course, that isn't enough either, <laughs> okay? Okay, Jonesy, I'm out. The new Raiders stadium in Las Vegas will include a jail and a courthouse. And if you've ever been around Raiders fans, you know this is very necessary. They are a little bit ornery, a little over the top. I'm saying I'm being this very. I'm, this is a very nice way to describe them. Um, oh hell, why even be nice about it? They're friggin' animals. You're animals, you Raiders fans. You're animals. You're outlaws. Okay. You're, I'm not gonna say you're degenerates. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say you are. Your borderline <laughs> violent psychopaths, okay? When it comes to your team, you are, all right? I'm just calling it like I see it, all right? I went to a preseason Raiders game and they were, there's fights at a preseason game. There's fights between the Raiders. Raiders are instigating fights and the game doesn't even count. It's a preseason game. This game means nothing, it doesn't count. Still fighting. Unbelievable. Fun. Unbelievable. And of course you need a jail. This jail needs to be able to hold hundreds of people, in my opinion. And a courthouse. I mean, this is, of course. I wonder if they have, like, a real judge come and sit there during the games. 
and uh, to to sentence the Raiders fans. They 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 just they just line them up and bring them in. What did you do? Ah, uh, shit. I'm sorry, but I um I ripped the uh, the arm off a, a Seahawks fan. Oh, okay. All right. We're gonna give you a few days in this prison. <laughs> so Raiders fans are infamous for being some of the most passionate in the league. So the article says that you're passionate, but uh, that's a nice way to put it. Uh, you've also earned a reputation as some of the rowdiest, which has led to their new stadium in Las Vegas include not only a jail, but a courthouse to deal with the most unruly of fans. In Oakland's loss last week to the Rams, fights were captured throughout the crowd at the L.A. Coliseum that would have landed many of them in actual prison or lockup. <laughs> yeah, and that game didn't count either because that was a preseason game. That season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> the, the, the players aren't, the, the starters aren't even on the field and the Raiders fans are just going bananas. By the way, call me Raiders fans and defend yourself. I don't try it. Try it. Okay. Raiders fans and the black hole, quote black hole is what they're known as, have always been known for being rambunctious and this stadium won't be the first to have a jail. Other teams like the Eagles have a small jail for their notorious notoriously disorderly fans, but adding a courthouse to deal with these misbehaving fans in Vegas is just taking it one step further. Hopefully for the sake of the well-behaving be, well fanatics of the Raiders, as well as the tourists who decide to see their favorite team face Las Vegas's new football franchise, this new jail and courthouse will get little use when the team moves there in 2020. But knowing the fans of the silver and black, the good money's on little vacancies behind those bars. My money's on that as well. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. You, you. I mean, I'm wondering if being in Vegas, it'll be a little bit crazier because uh, of the sort of... Vegas in general just has a very lax policy when it comes to, uh, you know, chemicals and crazy behavior on the streets. So in my opinion, the the Vegas version of the Raiders situation is going to be over the top, over the top. I mean, that's just going to be totally banana pants, part of my language. And uh, But I want to go. I totally want to go to see a Raiders game in Vegas. That's going to be... I actually want to see a Raiders game up, up in Oakland before they close. And I do believe I'll be going up there for shows at some point. If anyone could house me up there, that would be sweet. <laughs> Jonesy could use a place to stay. Uh... Yeah, man, I would love to see that. Look, and I'm such a football fan in general. Like, hey, look, and I'm picking on you Raiders fans, but I pick on all sorts of fans. I pick on Philly fans. I'm a huge, huge, enormous football fan, and I'm so psyched for football season. And I respect uh, the, t the Raiders team, and, and I'm wishing nothing but the best for them and Gruden's new, uh, new project there, and I, and I love those guys. I'm a huge football fan. But I, I'm telling you, the fans, I'm, this is coming from knowledge. I've been a football fan my entire life. I know what I'm talking about. You guys are nuts. You're friggin' nuts. And you need you need to take a sedative before you walk in there. I don't know what we can do, but everyone, every Raiders fan that walks in the stadium gets a <laughs> gets some Xanax just to calm them down just a little bit. Oh, my God. I just found the biggest spider in my room. I need to do something about this. Hold on. Actually, no, I'm going to end it right here. I love you guys, by the way. Call in, Raiders fans. I want to hear from you. 646-450-2012. Now, Jonesy's going to do what's called a catch-and-release situation because I don't like to kill bugs. I'm, I'm kind of a pacifist like that. Um, yeah, I don't like to see them like that. I'm gonna, So I'll, I'll keep you updated on this bug situation. Call in. <laughs> this is the weirdest ending to any story. God damn it. Somebody arrest me. Thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. I want to give some love and a special shout out to a new Patreon of mine, Jennifer McClarty. I hope I said your last name right. 
Jennifer McClarty. I think Jennifer reached out to me on Twitter too. Did you, Jen? I want to know. I'm going to message you anyways through Patreon. Did you guys know if you're like in my Patreon, we can send private messages to each other? Oh yeah, we can do it like that too. Actually, I don't think that's even a, that's not even that big of a deal because you could probably do, you can do that through my Instagram too, which is at Funny Jones. But the Patreon's pretty cool. I can actually group message everybody and be like, yo guys, this is what's going to happen. It's like a little club that we have. So join the club, okay? You can join the club for as little as two bucks a month, which is buying Jonesy a cup of coffee, which I'm enjoying right now. I'm still finishing out this French vanilla that I bought and it's delicious, by the way, um, in case, and listen to this. Oh man, delicious. Thank you so much. That's that's for my Patreons, who I have to give love to on a daily basis. Uh, so I appreciate that, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews in case you want to find it. And there's a link in the description to the podcast. Also, shout out to some callers. Um, infamous Hottie, who called in about the Tinder date. And then uh, she had a suggestion. And then I responded. And I'm gonna, I published that call, too. Also, also, shout out to Sleepy, who called. And just said the nicest shit, man. It just made me feel so good. Like... Just how, you know, uh, how much Weird AF News improves his life on a daily basis. And I just, that, that makes me feel fantastic. That's what really keeps me going, you guys, because I don't make, I don't make sh- any money doing this. this wh- I just, the love that I get sometimes, I'm like, oh, this is why I do it. Because people actually appreciate this and I make their day on some level. It gives my life value and meaning. And so thank you for that because I need that. Also, uh... Someone called in about the animal crackers and left a long PETA story. Didn't say your name, but thank you for the call-in. And Liz from Puerto Rico uh, called in about the box fans. Hilarious, Liz. You make a great point about that, and I should have thought of that. Uh, Also on Instagram, shout-out to Shelby, who said, um, I'm losing faith in humanity, but your podcast makes it way more tolerable. Also, you inspired me to purchase a cold brew maker, and I love it. I put lavender in it and pair it with a nice fat blunt. Perfection. Man, I want to hang out with you, Shelby. I want to drink some lavender cold brew and smoke a fat blunt. That sounds amazing. Uh, Tim Torrey, who I've known for for years and years and years, uh, wrote <laughs> some funny stuff about the PETA thing. Because I don't know if you, if you guys listened, but a few days ago I covered a story about how PETA... Uh, influenced the Animal Crackers brand to take the animals out of the cage on the box. These circus animals were in a boxcar, which has bars on it, and they were like, please take... That's cruel. Um, and I made a point about how they're circus animals. That's how they're traveling. What do you think they just... Do you think you travel with them? You think you just put an elephant on a leash and bring him from town to town, you morons? Anyways, he wrote in with some other things. Because they're going to start changing any, everything to, to be more PC, too. It's like Cracker Jacks... <laughs> Cheese nips because of nipples. That'll be changed. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to be like a PR PR campaigns crop up on social media. And then these companies change their logos, change their mascots, change the names, the titles. I mean, it's just like because people have nothing better to do than to blog about this crap. Get a life, people. Jeez, get a life. You Are you that offended by these things? Are you, were you that offended that the animals were behind bars on a box? Who even is offended by that? Are you just looking to be offended at this point? You need to get a life, goddammit. And if no one's told you that, it's because they're afraid of you because you're a goddamn psychopath. Okay, well, I'm telling you, get a life, all right? Yeah, yeah, everybody in PETA, go get a life. Do something a little more productive with your funds and your time, all right? <laughs> Uh, all right, I can't even go on these rants anymore. I'm sorry, I already, I already did this earlier in the week. I'm going to stop right here, but it just really, it just really makes my blood boil. And um, yeah, I need to look out for my own health. So sometimes these stories, I got to just 
Hey, listen, call me up, all right, and uh, tell me you love me or you hate me. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can uh, DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. You can also find Weird AF News on the other platforms. Although I'm not on there a lot. I have an intern helping me out with that. And uh, she's lovely. And uh, But I'm mostly on my personal ones. Those are the ones I answer right away. So, yeah, reach out to me. I love you. Bye. Yo, Jonesy, this is infamous hottie over here. Had to put in my $2 worth on the issue um, of whether or not it's a great idea for women to have their prospective dates or mates uh, do the equivalent of what this one chick did with her Tinder games. Brilliant idea. Only thing is she really effed up when she decided to have them do stupid ass shit like fucking relays. Seriously. That was a waste of everybody's precious time and energy right there. You want to pick a mate? You want to have them do way better and more important competitions improving themselves than whether they can run real fast from point A to point B. Just saying. Straight the fuck out. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Till next time. Hey, it's Jonesy. Uh, Thanks for calling in. And I agree with you. We need better contests for the dating thing than sprinting. I was thinking like, first of all, start with a credit check, right? Check the credit. (laughs) That's that's one thing you got to look at right away. Uh, And then I'm thinking... What about, give them each a baby to hold, or maybe like walk a pup, like give them a puppy and see how they react with a puppy. I feel like that's a good, that's a good indicator of whether, you know, a person has a good heart or not, is like what they do with a puppy or a baby. What do you think? (laughs) Am I crazy? And then, of course, have them fight to the death, obviously. Duh, fight to the death. I mean, come on. That's like, that's what you're looking for in a man, man. Hey Jonesy, this is Sleepy from Sleepy Time Fight Talk. I just wanted to let you know, man, I really, really love your show. I've been listening to it for, I want to say, a good year now. If you've been out that long, I I think you have. I know you started back out in 2017. Um, But man, I've just been an avid listener. I've listened to you when I go to the work or when I go and, uh, like, even in the shower. Freak it, I'll just be listening to you when I start my day off. Uh, I think the stories that you got, man, are just freaking hilarious. Um, and uh, I just would love to see, hear more and more and more and just keep it going, man. No matter what anybody says, uh, I really appreciate you, man. You really make my day a lot better. Um, hey, Jonesy, you should probably put your name on your voicemail because this is my first time calling. And uh, I was kind of nervous. I had to call twice just to double check the phone number. Um, but I listen to your show um, every day as much as I can, uh, me and my kids, I'm, and uh, they hear those cuss words. <laughs> they probably shouldn't, but, I mean, they're going to learn it when they're 18. Um, I'm calling today uh, about the, the PETA stunt with the um, animal crackers, and I wanted to put my two cents in on it. Um, our family's vegetarian, and um, I do think it's kind of weird that they would focus on something like that compared to all the animal suffering. Um, but I do have a really funny story about that. Um, my dad worked for the state of Iowa for 38 years, and he took care of the um, 
Iowa grounds, so we took care of all the the buildings, the grounds to make sure that they were clean. And uh, PETA actually came up to my dad once, and they were upset with my father for having a water fountain on the Capitol grounds because squirrels kept drowning in the fountain. And so um, they kept hounding him about, well, uh, get rid of the fountain, get rid of the fountain, or make a ramp, make a ramp for the squirrels. So the squirrels, if they jumped in the uh, the fountain, that they could get out. So uh, my dad, he's a pretty nice guy. So my dad put uh, a ramp for the squirrels in the fountain. And uh, squirrels kept coming in, but the squirrels kept dying. Squirrels are too stupid <laughs> to figure out how to use the ramp to get out. So when you come visit the uh, Capitol Complex in Iowa, there's a fountain behind, I believe it's behind the Capitol. And, uh, yeah, squirrels die there, even with a ramp. So even with PETA's effort and pounding my father, um, who has, he, I mean, he worked there for 38 years, and I think this was the only time he had to deal with PETA. Um, yeah, he built that ramp, and the squirrels still died. Uh, but we love your show. I listen to it every single day. And, uh, unfortunately, we're from Iowa. Uh, I know you uh, down Florida all the time, but we're trying to move to Florida. I don't think they're so weird or crazy. If you think people are weird and crazy, uh, you should talk more about people from Iowa. Um, but anyways, we love you. And thanks, thanks for uh, everything. We like listening to your show. Hello, Mr. Jonesy. Um, my name is Liz. I'm calling from Puerto Rico, and I just listened to your most recent show about Fox fans. And you missed a real critical, like, no-go on the concept. Number one, it does still rain in Spokane. So you've got these, like, box fans out in the open air on your roof, and if a storm comes through, let alone the wind, box fans are made of plastic. They're cheap as shit. I mean, five box fans, you got to get at least, like, 20 giant uh, bricks or two-by-fours or something to hold them down in inclement weather to do the thing that you want to do let alone adding up your electric bill and, you know, birds flying into them. I mean, that's not going to happen, but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say the improbability factor on this working is is uh, so much higher due to inclement weather, which is the problem in the first place. We can't control the weather, or do they? Or do they? All right. Also, really love the show. I've heard it, like, three times now, but I think I'm really hooked. Looking forward to the next one. I hope it's daily. I think that's the case. Anyways, I'm your girl Liz. I'm in Puerto Rico. Say a gringo. What's up? Bye-bye.